Hello and welcome to Minisode 3 of Strong Language and Violent Scenes, the podcast giving a second chance to films that might not deserve them. I'm Rich Vane, a film composer and the founder of ShockStreetHorror.com. And I'm Andy Stewart, I'm a filmmaker and a journalist and a bunch of other rubbish in between. (laughs) Hello, hello. (laughs) Hello, here we are, the aftermath. The aftermath, yes. (laughs) Um, A big thank you to everyone who checked out our uh, detention episode. Yep, our uh, hastily cobbled together detention episode in, in, lieu, of a, in lieu of a guest. Yeah, uh, which I, th- I think we did okay under the circumstances. Yeah, it's the yeah. first time we really had to adapt. Are things, are things cool with us? They... Yeah, I think we're all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's no, no hard feelings. Well, I mean, I think if anything, it would be you would have hard feelings towards me for uh, dragging well, you back down, that, yeah, opening that, that can of worms. Uh, opening that can of worms. A few people have told me that I was ha- I was harsh at times. Ah, uh, no, I mean, I mean, I knew what I was signing up for mm-hmm. when I when we decided to start doing this. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. a straight shooter. And I did come into it with pretty entrenched views um, and a pretty strong opinion on the film from the get go. Yeah. So I think I think that um, which wasn't really quelled. I'll be honest, as we progressed through it. No, I don't suppose. But I think that like I think I think that uh, I never really had any designs on converting you completely. But I think no. that uh, at least trying to broaden your reading of the film was what I was shooting for, which I think I just about got away well, with. I'd say you did better than uh, than I thought you would in that regard. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. It, I must admit, I like I took it pretty seriously in terms of the preparation. You know, I, I really did go for it. Um, so, uh, kind of a limited window to be watching stuff. We're both pretty busy these days. Uh, but have you caught anything lately or in the last week or so that you think would be worth a mention? I've been watching old episodes of The Great British Bake Off on Netflix. Cool, that's totally relevant. This really does serve the Savage Beast match. It's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's just kind of washes over you. It's top tier um, comfort television. But what I will say is I have eaten a lot of cake. Okay, and, yeah. And also led to me... You know when we when we have a drink, um, we're sitting in the house together, and or maybe it's, there's a few people around. Yeah, and we sure. have a drink, and then we inevitably wind up doing that ten minutes to ten run to the to the off license before it closes to get another couple of bottles of wine because we've undersold the kind of severity of the night that we're going to have. Yeah, just for international listeners in Scotland, that is the rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah you Ten o'clock is your cut off. You can't buy. You can't buy booze. From shops. From shops after 10 o'clock. There is a, a guy that will drive around to your house in a car and drop you off some three litre bottles of cider. I love that. Uh, but he charges like 10 or a bottle of cider. But hey, man's got to make a living. Uh, yeah, and there's people out there keeping that man afloat. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, no, he's providing a valuable service. For yeah, so similar to, similarly to that, to the, the late night dash for the another bottle of wine, I found myself rushing out to buy a Victoria sponge. Seriously? Uh, yeah, I, I was that. overtaken with the, the need for a Victoria sponge. That's and, fantastic. Uh, I just put a hoodie on, I didn't even have a t shirt on underneath it or anything, like a fucking tramp. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have socks or pants on, I just had my jeans, a hoodie, and a pair of trails on. <laughs> At least you were wearing jeans. Yeah, and I ran, I ran up to the co op like. Like a junkie banging on the do- banging on the door of his dealer, but uh, I was looking to get a-, a cake. I was desperate for a Victoria sponge or and, a Madeira cake. And did you get away with? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got what I got. What I was after. Fantastic. I just I, I needed to know that story had a happy ending. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been up to eating cake. 
Okay. And watching Kate. And watching, yeah, Great British Bake Off. All right. Yeah. I see. Um, <laughs> I uh, I haven't had I haven't had too much time to get into stuff. Yeah, on... you've been you've been gathering about. Yeah, I've been around as, as usual. But um, uh, I am gonna. I've resolved that I'm gonna make some time this week to try and catch up with uh, the strangers pray oh, at night. Yeah, I would I would be up for joining you at that. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty curious about. It. I mean, I'm uh, like I. So it's written it's written directed by. Uh, Johannes Roberts, yeah, um, the man behind forty-seven meters down, um, the other, other side, side of the, of the door. door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I've seen, I've seen the other side of the door, and I've seen forty-seven meters down. I must admit, neither of them did a great deal for me. I would say, oh, um, we can score Johann- Johannes off the the list of guests. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, um, I know I, I get the appeal of both, but it's, neither of them are really particularly my kind of thing. Um, but I think that um, it's a pretty huge property to trust a person with. Uh, it's uh, considered kind of like a, a bit of a though? modern. Like I don't know. I think so. I think like Is I think it, I think that can was. I think, can something be a huge property if it had if it's had one film? I don't know. It's extremely, it's very well liked, uh, and I think okay. that and I think that ten years after the fact, to come back with a sequel, I think that there's a certain kind of. The onus is very hubris. heavy getting it right. Yeah, there's a hubris so. to bringing out a, to bringing out a sequel for a for one film. Yeah, I think that ten years later, the, my predisposition after having seen enough bad ones mm-hmm. of uh, studios or people trying to f- pull franchise potential out of things that just don't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, like things like the Woman in Black, Angel of Death, scene, <laughs> which I genuinely con- I genuinely consider that to be one of the worst films I've ever seen. Uh, Sinister Two, I would say, is another one where I would. Cha-ching! Yeah, like, it's just I, I think that it's just these are these things where you make a sequel because something unexpectedly yeah. made money. It's cynical to call things money grab, but uh, I think that uh, particularly in our chosen genre, there's a yeah. lot of things that are done purely as a money grab. Yeah, absolutely, and I mean, yeah. and, and I mean, I will one hundred percent. Not just our, our chosen genre as well. No, but I think it's it is prevalent. I would say um, to a certain degree. Um, but I, I, I would never, I would never write off a film in advance of seeing it in that way. And I think that I suppose that if you were gonna do a cynical cash grab sequel to The Strangers, mm-hmm. then you maybe would have done it before now. Perhaps. So I'm, I'm so like, fail me under cautiously optimistic, but hopefully by next week, at least one of the two of us will have seen it. We'll have something to say. God, imagine it's me. Oh, could you imagine if you see it and I don't? Jesus, imagine it's me. That'd be interesting. That'd be crazy. Yeah. But, um, so, no, so, like I say, my, uh, my dance card is pretty empty for the things that I've been watching this week. <laughs> but um, I am going to try and catch uh, The Strangers Pretty Night. And there's a couple of things, a couple of, like, originals are coming up on Netflix that look pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I can't keep up things. with that shit, man. I can't keep up with all the shit that comes on streaming. It's rapid fire. It uh, it's... It's too much. Slow it down. Yeah, exactly. We're, all, we're like, I'm only one man. So yeah, I, I know Mitch uh, has already touched on this, but thanks again to everybody that listened to the detention episode on Friday. Keep it coming. Keep your comments coming. Yeah, it's well, nice to hear. It's nice to hear what people have to say about things. Um, yeah, see which which side of the line you fall on. Yeah, yeah, yep. Some interesting opinions brewing. <laughs> yeah, um, well, we'll hopefully be able to um, uh, set aside some time to take a look at some of those um, yeah. on the next episode. But speaking of next episode ah yes yeah it brings um, us nicely on well again you're getting really good at the, the, the segues the, yeah the connecting uh, connecting points yeah, any, yeah any well done we... you're like human lego 
anyone would think I'd done this before, but no. Yeah. Um, so we were. So it was just you and me in the last episode. Yeah. Um, but we for better or worse. <laughs> but um, yeah, we have got we've got a guest um uh, joining us this week. Yeah. And um, I'm really looking forward to this. I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be great. So the guest that we have this week. Um, so we're gonna do the same again. I'll announce the guest you're into the film. Yeah, we can do that. That works for me. Okay. I mean, we can change this around every now and again, but um, we'll do it for this one. No. So okay, fine. We won't. <laughs> um, so he is um one of the hosts. Yeah. of um, the podcast Under the Stairs, a fellow Scottish horror podcaster. Yeah, cool. And True. one who's been in the game for a lot longer than we have. He has, yeah. They've been doing it a while now. Yeah, so I'm uh, very excited to welcome Mr. Duncan McLeish to the show next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm even more excited. As much as I'm excited to have Duncan on the show, the film that he's bringing again is another fucking... It's a belter. So when you reached him to do this, he got back with a few suggestions. He came back, actually, all of the possibles that he came... He actually came back with a whole list of films rather than just one. But there was, but it was just like, in terms of just like things that there would be a lot to unpack and a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. pretty strong list. Uh, so yeah, so I, I just went back to him and said, look, pick one film, make a commitment, choose it. So, uh, yeah, the the film that, that Duncan picked, some people might call it a cracker. Other okay. people will certainly have a different opinion. One such person uh, would be Clive Barker. Uh, he would certainly not think that it's a cracker. Okay. <laughs> so this is a film that's based uh, on a short story by Clive Barker. is 1986's... I say 1986's, making a point of that because there's talk of a potential remake. Okay. But certainly, for now, the one, the only... Rawhead Rex. Rawhead Rex, all right. <laughs> and a first time viewing again for it, you, Mitchell. It is another first viewing. I get the. I, I'm quite appreciating the educational value of this podcast for me. Maybe that's what we should. We should change the whole format, and it's just Mitch watches films. I don't, I, I don't Andy know. watches Mitch watch films that Mitch has never seen. Oh God, could you imagine? <laughs> no, I'm. I, I'm <laughs> I'd just be sitting grinning, just staring at you like a madman. <laughs> no, um. So Duncan McLeish joins us on the show to make a case. In defence of uh, George Pavlou's Rawhead Rex. You're going to like this. I'm looking forward to this and um, I'll be seeing it by renting it. Uh, as av- an option. It's available on, a, cu- on uh, a couple of the usual VOD platforms in the UK. I believe it's on uh, Amazon Video. It's also mm-hmm. Google Play. Yep. Um, so I'll, I'll go for one of those two, catch up with it before Friday. Also, there's uh, there's an hour release of this as well. Yep. Uh, in fact, I think it just came out this week. Okay. Actually, uh, um, so probably quite timely, this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think there's an Arrow Video Blu-ray out this week cool. or very very soon. You can pick it up there if you want. Yeah. So a few <laughs> options if you want to um, get in on the ground floor with this one. Mm-hmm. Join us ahead and um, uh, get uh, kind of bone up on the subject if you like ahead of time. And uh, if you do want to get in touch, tweet us your five word reviews. Uh, any comments you want to pass, uh, you want us to bring to the table either in the episode or when we discuss it a little bit later. There's loads of ways to get in touch. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram on Strong Language Violent Scenes, Twitter at Strong Violent PC, and you can email a longer comment at stronglanguagevioluntscenes at gmail.com. Yep, and as always, you can listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, and hopefully another to be announced, hopefully by next episode. With any luck, yeah, I hope so. It's in the pipeline, certainly. Um, We're just waiting for the green light. Oh, is that a hint? Oh, it. So uh, be sure to join us on uh, this coming Friday when uh, Podcast Under the Stairs' Duncan McLeish pod hops and joins us to make a case in defence of the 1986 film Rawhead Rex. In the meantime, time for us to head out and don't forget that it is better to die a hero than live as food in a world of chuds. Good night. Good night. Do you want a bit of cake?
Oh. Yeah. 